Welcome to Friendship Baptist Church's podcast. We might be a small town church, yes, but we are seeing God-sized movement all around us. This podcast is meant to share that movement. It's meant to encourage you throughout your day, and it's to simply be a means to giving God glory. He is so deserving of that glory today. We thank you for being a part of our show today and listening to today's episode. We hope you are blessed by it and that you are moved by the Spirit of God. This is your host, Brother Jerry Horine, and I look forward to today's message. Well, welcome to episode number nine here at the Friendship Baptist Church podcast. I hope you're having a blessed day. I hope that uh, whether your day is just getting started or you're in the middle of the day or whether you're finishing the day up, I hope that you uh, take this next couple moments to just really uh, dwell on on what we're about to talk about. You see, we've been going through the Bible as a church and and we have just finished the Old Testament and started the New Testament recently. And today's reading was Matthew chapter 5. And so let me just share a couple things from today's reading. I want to look at just a few little things and ask a question and see about uh, how we can use this to apply it to our lives and see what God might do through this. And so here's what Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 and following says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt should lose its taste, how can it be made salty? It's no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand. And it gives light for all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to the Father in heaven. And then just a little while later, right before the chapter closes, it asks this profound question, What are you doing out of the ordinary? You see, that's what the whole chapter 5 of Matthew is talking about. Is, is he, he's, he's addressing the people and talking about, you've heard this. You've heard it said this way. You've heard to not commit murder. You've heard not to divorce. You've heard all these things in which you were to love one another but hate your enemy. He says, just stop for a moment. Let's revisit these things. He said, And he starts talking about our heart. And he starts talking about, about uh, how we're supposed to love both our, our neighbor and our enemy. We're supposed to, to love them. And he talks about how if you uh, have hatred in your heart, then you're already committing murder to some extent. Or if you look lustfully uh, 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 upon a woman or, or a man, then, then you've already committed adultery in a sense. And so uh, in your heart. And so the, the idea of chapter 5 is... is Hey, let's pause a moment and see what's going on in our heart. Let's see how we're living for the Lord. It's really kind of a a checkpoint. It's really a a wake-up call. Hey, hello, what's going on in my life right now? Am am, am I living fully to the Lord uh, just on the outside, or is this an inside thing in which I'm doing as well? I was listening to a preacher this this week, and he's doing a series called Backstage, and he's talking about how the onstage part of our life seems so put together often, but there's this backstage that we don't talk about, we don't show people often, and the backstage sometimes is falling apart. Sometimes uh, there's there's sin that that is that is eat away the the inner being of us, and 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 we we don't have a handle on it, and, and how often the backstage can completely destroy the onstage. It will all come down, and so very uh, interesting sermon series. Uh, 
Pastor John Sanders uh, pastors a church in in uh, South Dakota, and so he uh, was talking about that this morning. And so I thought that was interesting, and I think it calls to to light us some of the things that Matthew through Christ and Christ himself is actually recorded of saying here. He says we are to be the salt of the earth. And with that being said, we should not lose our taste and 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 if we do, if the taste is lost and it might as well be trampled under people's feet. Well, you think about what salt was used for specifically in this time, it was used as a preservative. And so when you're talking about preserving something, you you think about the Lord. He knew what what he was going to be doing here on earth. He knew that it was going to be a relatively short period he was going to be on earth. But he knew that this gospel message would be in a message for eternity. And so he needed his people. He needed me and you as followers of Christ. He needed us to preserve that message. And he was saying he would preserve it through us. But he said, don't lose the taste. Don't 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 let it become something that that gets trampled on. And, and too often, I think that's the case of, of Christianity today. We have so many professing Christians that say, hey, I'm a Christian. I know Jesus. I walked the aisle when I was real little. I, during VBS, I walked the aisle. And, and not that I have anything against VBS or walking the aisle at a young age, but I think often we can get this idea that, that we just made this simple decision when we were extremely young, and that was it. That was the end of our our, our, our beginning steps with Christ. And and that's not necessarily true, our a relationship with Christ is an eternal thing. It's something that you always hold dear to yourself and you, you, you have that relationship with Jesus. And so, uh, often I think people that profess to be Christians, but then live a lifestyle that's clearly not, uh, uh, affected by the life of Christ. And I've been there and, and you might've been there too. But I think when we do that, it, it shows that we've lost our, taste and that we might as well be um, trampled under the world's feet. And you see that in the news today. You see that uh, in our culture today, that, that when Christians fall or when you see someone that proclaims to be a Christian but but uh, get mixed up in some things, it, the, the name of Christ is trampled under the, the world's feet. So there's a sense of preservative there. We are to preserve the gospel message, but we're also to purify. Uh, salt is a is something they use to purify things, and so we are to purify this world that we live in. And so to preserve the gospel message, we we enact in a a, a period of purification. And yes, that's personally we that's called sanctification. We grow closer to Christ, but we are also called to purify the world in a sense by giving the gospel message. The Lord takes the world and 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 cleans them, cleanses them through through his blood that he shed on the cross. Through that and the belief in the gospel and surrender to the gospel message, there's a sense of purification. And so to be salt is not just a, a simple thing that Jesus is calling us to be. It's, it's this act of preserving and an act of purifying, but he also says to be the light. And he says uh, he talks about how it shouldn't be hidden, and, and uh, how our our walk with Christ should be as a as a as a, as a lampstand. Uh, we're to share that light that, that the whole house would see it. And so my prayer is, is that we would would do that very thing. He says in verse sixteen, in the same way, let your light shine before others. We are to let our light shine. But then he says, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And so the purpose of us purifying, the purpose of us preserving, and the purpose of of us shining our lights is is simply to that God might get glory and that he would receive that glory and so the 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 act of shining is also a, a special thing i believe because 
in a way, that is us being in the likeness of Christ. Christ says that He is the light. And so if we're to be light as well, if we're to shine like Him, then then the simple thing is, is that we're to be a mirror of Christ. When people look at us, we should mirror the light of Christ. The Christ within us, the, the, the one who says He is light, should be what is shown. And because of that, and because of the good works that that allows us to do, then the glory should be given to the Father in heaven. And so we see that through this passage and we see him go a little further into that and uh, it's also uh, there's some passages in Isaiah where, where it's referenced here that that over and over again we were promised that that we would become a light to all nations is what Isaiah promised through the Lord in his prophetic message that that there would be uh, that we would be the the light unto the nations okay well there you have it that's what Jesus tells us in Matthew but don't forget about that last question, that profound question. What are you doing out of the ordinary? What are you doing out of the ordinary? That comes in verse 47 of chapter 5 of Matthew. What are you doing out of the ordinary? You see, if you're going to be salt and light of this earth, of this world, we have to be out of the ordinary. We can't be just the ordinary. I think sometimes we have the misconception that that Christianity, that following Christ, our relationship with Christ, calls us to be ordinary, not to be less than ordinary. It calls us to be ordinary, and, and that's just simply not true. We're not just supposed to not do these things. Sometimes people think of Christians as, as they're the person that doesn't do this, and that they don't do this, and they don't do this, or that as well. There's a bunch of rules in which a Christian doesn't do, and so those things that they don't do makes them ordinary in a sense, and so th- we, we get this idea of, of that's what it means. But no, Christ says, what are you doing out of the ordinary? Not just what are you not doing, but what are you doing? I'm asking you today, however you're listening, whenever you're listening, I want you to ask yourself this question. What are you doing out of the ordinary? Are you lifting the name of Christ out of the ordinary? I mean, are you proclaiming Jesus and the gospel message more than the ordinary, out of the ordinary? Are you taking it a step above? That's what this whole chapter is about. It's raising the bar. He says, you once heard it this way, but I tell you this way. And so are you ready to take that next step in your walk with Christ? Would you tell the Lord right this moment, I'm ready, Jesus. I'm ready to be out of the ordinary. I'm ready to change my ordinary and to become more of that. I want to be more faithful to you. I want to be more persistent with you. I want to be more patient with you. I want to be more loving toward you. I want to be more resembling of you. I want to be more. I want to be out of the ordinary. If that's your prayer today, would you just pause this or simply turn this off and say, all right, Jesus, I'm ready to talk. I've been living an ordinary life and I need you, Lord. I mean, if that's your prayer, would you pray that? We're going to take a moment here to pray in just a second. And and that's what I'm going to pray for you and pray for myself. But I want to, again, just simply state this question one more time what are you doing out of the ordinary heavenly father lord we thank you jesus for the great god that you are lord we know that you were anything but ordinary father you came to live an extraordinary life father one that was perfect one in which you never sinned lord But, Father, one in which you had the temptations, Father, because, yes, you were fully man and you were fully God. 
Lord, we're so uh, that's so evident. We're reminded of that thing when we look at Christmas and how you came, Lord, to, to do these very things, to live the perfect life, but also to die the, the, the perfect death, Lord, the death that would carry the weight of all the sin of the world. Lord, you asked that if it be the, the Father's will that that cup would pass. But Lord, you bore that cup for me and you bore that cup for the others because it was the will of the Father and it was ultimately uh, the mission that you had come to take care of and the mission in which you fulfilled. And, and Lord, it's in this passage that you say that you fulfilled the law. You didn't come to abolish it, but you fulfilled it. And so, Father, thank you for, for calling us to not be ordinary, but to be extraordinary, to be out of the ordinary. Lord, I pray that you uh, just just prick our hearts and, and stir our spirits to, to, to remind us that we're not to be ordinary, but to be out of that ordinary, to be extraordinary, to be more faithful, to be more patient, all those things, Lord, to be more loving, to be more present with you, Jesus. And so, God, we ask those things, Lord, as, as we just take time today to look at your word, Matthew chapter 5. Lord, we thank you for your word, the living word. Lord, we praise you that we as a church can do this, that we can go through it together. God, I praise you for being a God that left us your word, Lord, so that we wouldn't have to be stuck in the ordinary state. But, Father, we could be called to something more and have a more extraordinary life. You said you came to give us life, to give it abundantly. And so, Lord, we just give you great praise for that. Oh, God, we just ask that we would continue today to live out of the ordinary. Lord, to do a little bit more, not for our sake, but for your sake, that you might receive glory today, Jesus. Lord, we love you. Thank you for, for those that are listening today. I pray that you bless them in a very special way, God. Lord, we love you and we thank you. And it's in your name we pray. Again, we just want to thank you for joining Friendship Baptist Church's podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the episode today. We hope you have been blessed. We invite you to come back and listen again. And so, well, this is it. We hope uh, the Lord blesses you this week. And remember, God loves you and so do we.